When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, pod people. This week, we're sifting through the rubbish bin out the back of the Safeway supermarket that is 1983. We'll find out why the Australian Prime Minister feels it necessary to stop his motorcade so that he can kick the corpse of a dead pensioner, why the author of a book that sold 130,000 hardback copies doesn't have one lying around the house, and exactly how much an actor needs to earn in residuals before he can afford to take up fly fishing. All this and much, much less in this week's episode of Classic Ads from Simpler Times. My name's Steve Cook, and along with my co-host, award-winning advertising creative and TV ad director, Tony Williams. Hello, Steve. We're reviewing Fly Fishing by J.R. Hartley, a Yellow Pages TV ad that first aired in the UK in 1983. Ronald Reagan was the president of America. Healthy. Ridley Scott's Apple TV ad first aired. Do you remember that one? 1984, yep. The Hammer Through the Telly. Hammer Through the Telly. I've had that at home. Uh, Microsoft Word was launched and the first Hooters restaurant opened. You can insert your own middle-aged man jokes about Hooters at this point. We did and then decided that channeling Bernard Manning wasn't actually all that appropriate. In Australia, Bob Hawke was Prime Minister, mm-hmm. and Australia famously won the America's Cup Yacht Race. Remember that? I do remember that, with Alan Bond. And um, Bob Hawke went on telly and said that anybody, any boss who sacks an employee for taking a day off to celebrate the America's Cup win was a bomb. Must be an immigrant. Oh, yeah. And guess what happened? A shitload of people got the sack. Oh, really? Yeah. Dick Smith completed the world's first solo helicopter flight around the globe. I'm really struggling here to find something exciting from Australia. Do you remember Dick Smith? And then he, uh, and he came home and created a raft of fake brands in protest against the fact that Vegemite had been sold to a European company. He created Dick Smithamite or some fucking rubbish. A Dick Smithamite? And he- <laughs> Get a bit of dick on your fork. <laughs> In Britain, Margaret Thatcher um, is the British Prime Minister Mm -hmm. and the nation heaved a huge collective sigh of relief as Deirdre Barlow made up her mind to leave Ken, to leave Cockney twat Mike Baldwin and reunite with her estranged husband, Coronation Street intellectual wishy-washy Ken Barlow. Here's Ken pouring out his heart on the road to reconciliation. I'm the man you married. 
I'm exactly the same now as I was then, and if that wasn't what you wanted, why did you marry me? Oh, Ken. I think we can agree that Ken speaks for all of us there. I want you to get your thinking head on. At the end, I'm going to ask you for the new proposition for the ad that we're looking at today, which is a Yellow Pages ad, commonly known as the J.R. Hartley fly fishing ad. J.R. Hartley. I love this one. J.R. Hartley. J.R. Hartley, and uh, in 2015, a poll was carried out to mark the 60th anniversary of the first British telly ad break. And this ad, the J.R. Hartley fly fishing ad, came in at number five mm-hmm. of the all-time best I can understand TV that. ads. Do you remember the bloke that played him? Can, um, you, can you see him in your mind's eye? Yeah, he's an old bloke, balding, grey hair, slick back on the left, a few liver spots over his faces, <laughs> large, rather a large nose, sweater. It looks like Werther's original brother. Um, his name was Norman Lumsden. Oh, yeah. And he uh, he died in 2001. And as a tribute to him, they played this advert. 2001. 2001. He became so famous after making this ad that he started a second career opening supermarkets. Really? And he, Based on his J.R. Hartley? Yep. And he made £100,000 in residuals off the ad and took up fly fishing. Did he really? Yep. That sounds like something the agency wrote. I can actually see more like the reality is, is he was down at a local Titmarsh shopping centre and we see these kids around him with a pad and a penny. Fuck off, I'm not J.R. Hartley! <laughs> that sounds more real, more realistic, shall I say. The character was so popular that two books about fly fishing were ghostwritten by some bloke under the name J.R. Hartley. Wow. And the first one moved 130,000 hardback copies at Christmas. Wow. Christmas 1984. That would have been one of the first multi-level... Through the line, 360 <laughs> media. Yeah, that would have been yep. one of the first extensions of uh, like a brand extension. Because yeah, yeah. then it was just an ad, was an ad, was an ad. They didn't call it a brand extension then, did they? Or there was no such thing, really, was there? No. So like, we'll have an ad. We'll all go down the pub and watch it on telly, and, and all our neighbours will see it, and we'll be famous. Mm. You know the interesting thing. Thinking about it, that was number five in you know one of the all-time greatest ads. I think if you ask anyone of our your generation, my generation, who J.R. Hartley is. 99% of all people will be able to tell you who he is. Right? Here you go. A recent survey conducted in the UK said that amongst people aged 55 plus, recall of the ad was 84%. Well, so as to say, more your generation, the younger generation. I think you're a bit too young, aren't you? You're about, you're about 10 years oh, off the pace yeah. with this. Yeah, 30, 40s. Which, is, makes, which makes me wonder why you chose the ad as your classic ad. Well, because it's so memorable. It is... That's what I was going to say. It is It is a classic ad. It's been parodied so many times. You can remember the brand. You even remember the product. You can even visualize nearly every scene of the ad and then actually how they're using the product. The irony, I think, or the greatest irony of all, is that one of the world's, I say world, I don't know, but one of the world's best ads, successful ads, memorable ads, is for a product that no longer exists. Mm. I was in, in Japan one day and a, a client said to me, that he wanted to make an ad about the ad. And I said, what do you want to make a making of? He said, no, 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 I won't do the voice. He said, no, 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 no. He said, I want to make an ad so good, it's an ad for the ad. And I finally understood what he meant. And it's, it's very much like this. People remember the ad for the product, but there's more sort of buzz around it. They remember the ad for the ad. The ad for the ad, yeah. I mean, it doesn't make any sense grammatically, but it makes sense in a sort of advertising philosophical way. But yeah, for a product that no longer exists. Uh, final little nugget of research. J.R. Hartley has his own Wikipedia page and his own Facebook page. This is 37 years after the ad ad. 
is the ad itself in all its ropey, lifted from the internet glory. As usual, there's a YouTube link in the pod notes, so have a look if you can summon the energy. I don't suppose you have a copy of Fly Fishing by J.R. Hartley. It is rather old. It's by J.R. Hartley. Good old yellow pages. We don't just help with the nasty things in life, like a blocked drain. We're there for the nice things, too. You do? Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, can you keep it for me? My name, oh yes, it's J.R. Hartley. So we see an elderly gentleman, a very proper old English gentleman, who's obviously going around the rural areas of, uh, of England by the looks of it um, in some beautiful scenes of sets of bookshops and he's asking for a book about fly fishing by J.R. Hartley and there's no other way you can say that now except J.R. Hartley and time after time after time he's uh, he walks up the shop and he's told no they don't or never heard of it no sorry his daughter's come into the living room or the study where he's Still worried about it. He said, any luck, Dad? He goes, no, no, no. And they're using the yellow pages um, to find these uh, find these bookshops. And then they show him at the end, goes, oh, good, you do. Uh, my name is J.R. Hartley. So Yellow Pages has come to the rescue because it's not just for leaky roofs and dripping pipes or leaky pipes and dripping roofs. Um, they can help with all sorts of things. And it's a beautiful story, and you're really happy that you've ended the journey with this man as happy as he is for finding a copy of the book. After all, he wrote himself. You managed to jam in the proposition there. The previous ad, I don't know if you remember this one, featured the strapline, let your fingers do the walking. Mm. Yeah. And there are four musical beats right at the end of this ad, which are a hark back to that ad. So the agency behind the new ad was apparently briefed um, exactly as you said to persuade people that the Yellow Pages wasn't just for blocked drains and broken windows and that it could um, give you a helping hand when you're looking for the finer things of life. Any idea who the agency was? Oh, I would say it's either Satchez or um, Abbott Mead Vickers or... Yeah, I don't know, something like that. Abbott Mead Vickers. Oh, there you go. Correct. Ding dong. And apparently David Abbott was in the meeting when the agency pitched their original idea and uh, David had a complete spaz. Did he? In front of the client. <laughs> Went off his tree and told everybody to go away and that he'd write a new commercial over the weekend. Came back on Monday morning and pitched him that ad. Oh, so this wasn't the one, so what was the that ad they were pitching? That wasn't the original ad that they pitched. Oh, so, so I mean, again, you know, these great sort of stories about, of you know, of these people, David Abbott and the classics, it's like, first of all, what was he doing in the agency presentation without even seeing the work first? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you go, was it really? Or did the client just say, oh, I don't get it? He said, no, neither do I, don't worry, we'll sort it. <laughs> My name is J.R. Tolkien. No, no. <laughs> But, like, you know, these great, they're really easy to see through these, these legendary stories because, yeah, but good. It sounds, it sounds about right. It sounds plausible. If it wasn't it? so successful, I wonder if you know, that story would be out. The ad was directed by a bloke called Bob Brooks. Okay. Did you ever come across Bob Brooks? No, but he's, he would have done something else bizarre 
in the um, in the uh, no, I don't. It, it sounds like you have done something. Other classic ads around that time would have been for British Airways or British Telecom or something like that. Bob Brooks directed the Cadbury Smash advert. Cadbury Smash. The smash makes smash. They peel them with their metal knives. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They've got the little tin falls. Metal yep, Mickey's, yeah. primitive people. Yeah. Uh, he's, and he also did the Cadbury? Uh, Cadbury Smash. Wow. Yeah. That was the jingle, though, wasn't it? When smash makes for, smash. No, for mash get smash. Oh, uh, Bob Brooks directed the Cadbury's Smash Martians ad. He also directed Pepsi's Lip Smack and Thirst Quenching. Cool, I can't even do it. Lip, I don't lips, remember that. Lip Smack. You don't remember Lip Smack and Thirst Quenching? Cool walking, ever living. It was the first rap ad, basically. And he also did a series of ads with Maureen Lipman for oh, BT. Was that the Ology? The Ology. Oh, you got an Ology? That was the famous ad. Yeah. yeah. There you go, Bob Brooks. Is he still with us, dear Bob? Unfortunately, Bob is not with us anymore. Oh, fade to black. No, Bob's um, industry claim to fame is that he was the founding member of D Oasis D and A D. Is he? Wow, was mm. he really? Yeah, American Bob. No wonder I've never heard of him. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you know the proposition. Mm. Um, before we talk about some other stuff, I'd like to make a couple of observations. Mm. How many shops do you think he goes into looking for his book? In actuality or, or in production? In or the in, ad. In the ad. Oh, four, five? So he goes into five shops. Mm. It's a 50-second ad, which is a strange length mm. for the ad. But it's a 50-second ad. Do you think if you were making that ad today, he would need to go into five shops? Because um, you're kind of getting the idea after the second one, right? Yeah, but it, what it shows is the extent that he's going for going to to search so the more shops he has to go into the more inconvenient it is the more travels he has to go on the more searching he has to do whereas he could say sat at home in his study sucking his weather original going through the yellow pages that's what the yellow pages was wasn't it it was like it's it was basically the biggest database offline as we would know today so yeah i'd probably put more in actually really okay i felt as though that was massively overcooked that that's why um, you sit that side you sat this side <laughs> Because it wouldn't be in the budget anyway. But we'd have the same shot, just from shop, same shop, shot from four different angles. The first shop lady looked as though she came from um, central casting. Somebody had gone, we need somebody who looks like a librarian in a porn shoot. <laughs> I was just going to say, I expect her to lift her, open a ponytail, shake her hair and go, no, a fish for your fly, J.R. Hardly. So we go from the porn librarian in the opening scene to the last guy who is on a ladder in the window of his uh, bookshop and he can't even be bothered to get off his ladder and he looks over his shoulder and it looks as though he goes, no, fuck off. <laughs> no, for sure. I've never had such a shit, shit book now we wouldn't have one. The glasses on the porn librarian are amazing. And that's, I'm sure the next guy was Ronnie Corbett. Um, of course, the elephant in the room is the premise is that J.R. Hartley is having difficulty finding a copy of his own book. Why don't you have a copy of your own book, you bellend? And also, why doesn't your daughter have a copy of her father's book? Or why don't you even just buy another book called Fly Fishing and write J.R. Hardley and Byron on the front and say, Dad, look, I found it. Oh, good. He wouldn't know the difference. That, um, okay, so that, that was my major criticism of the ad. Why doesn't he have a copy of his own book? All right, once we get over that. Uh, by the way, I wanted to mention this. There was a second version of the ad which features poor northern people pretending that they don't have enough cash to buy their son a bicycle. Yeah. Featuring the um, 
thinking Northern man's favourite bit of totty, Linda Bellingham. I don't know Linda Bellingham. From the Oxides. Anyway, so she was slumming it in the Yellow Pages ad. This is before she got famous. Tell me why you love the ad. You chose it. Because... Why do you love it? I think because J.R. Hartley is so lovable. I mean, it's sentimental. It's got a twist. He's got some misdirection. And above all, I think, it's completely believable. There's no cynicism in there. Because the product was believable because it was something you looked at. This big monolith of paper used to land on your, your front garden, packed full of plumbers and, you know, everything from AAA, AAA escorts to ZZZ zebra car cleaning. And whatever you needed, you would find in there. As Even as a kid, if you look at something, look into something. And so it, it was a great ad, a real ad, a positive ad. It was an entertaining ad. It was the ad for the ad for a product. Which was relevant. Okay, you sounded like an advertising creative. Why do why do the um, why do punters like it? Why is it still? Because it's entertaining. It's entertainment. Is it? Yeah, I think so. It's interesting you say that because um, Bob Brooks, the guy who directed the ad, is apparently widely credited with bringing over um, New York advertising sensibilities to London raising the bar for creative and production values. You know that idea where you'd sit with your mum and dad and your mum and, and your, your dad would go, bloody ads are better than telly these days. Mm. Well, apparently Bob Brooks is, is widely credited with that idea. It's interesting that you mm. use the word entertaining. Well, it was entertaining. I mean, you know, so much, you know, my mum today says, oh, have you seen that ad? It's got two babies, they're running around and they're shooting at each other and one falls off the cliff and one laughs and he's got no hair. You, yeah, that's good. Yeah, what's what, it for? What, what was it? Oh, I'm not sure now. John, what was it for? It's, um... <laughs> I can't remember. So, which is which is great entertainment, but it's not the ad for the ad. It's you know thirty seconds or sixty seconds of, of filler. But the great thing about this also, the reason the punters like it is because you only have to say G R Hartley, and people will say Yellow Pages. My comment would be that ninety percent of the ad is in the casting. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. How hard would it have been to cast him, an old man, to remember to do that many things? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's it. That, that would be the challenge. Um, no, seriously, would Bob Brooks been the bloke that did the casting? This is 1983. No, they would oh. have had a, a casting agent. No, they would have had a very good casting agent to find the best of the best. And where was he from originally? Uh, sounds like a northern uh, name. No, no, he... Well, I don't know whether it's northern. He sounds like a southerner to me. No, his accent does, he'd been around his a long, He'd been around a long time, and apparently he was Benjamin Britten's favourite operatic singer. Really? Yes. So he had a career as an opera singer, and then he was a character actor who appeared in The Sweeney. That's the theme tune to The Sweeney. And he was in um, the Clint Eastwood movie which I've never heard of, White Hunter, Black Heart. Mm, no. So he was around, but he wasn't, you well, know, there famous. You go. There's, your, there's your answer. Why have they used him and why, and how, you know, how hard would it have been to find him? A good casting agent would have all these professional actors um, on file, and he's a great performer. You know, we could find an old man that's lovable today, no problem at all. But would he be able to act? Would he be able to perform? Would he be able to look genuine and sincere? Probably not. Um, it's not an easy thing to do, you know. We all think it's uh, an easy job to be an actor and you know, make lots of money, but I can tell you now, it's, it's certainly not. Well, Norman did well out of this. He never had to work again, apart from well, obviously opening supermarkets and country fairs. How old was he at the time? 
Don't know. Bob looks again. Uh, check this out, Norman. If you do this job, mate, you'll never have to work again. Uh, really? But I, I'm 84. Exactly, see? Winner. I guarantee you £100,000 in fees. Uh, you'll have so much money you can take up fly fishing. And I promise you'll get your own Wikipedia page. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think, think that never happened to work again was pretty much a given. <laughs> do you remember the other ad that you made for Yellow Pages? Um, no. In the other ad that he made for Yellow Pages, he fucks off fly fishing and goes and gets golf lessons. Oh, Christ. <laughs> That's how committed. That's how committed he was to fly fishing. The DVD on jet skiing by J.R. Hartley. (laughs) That ad opens with him at the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Remember me from the ads. (laughs) Presumably, the doctor's just had his finger up his bum. And got fit as a fiddle, JR. What you need to do is get out a bit more. Does the doctor walk to the waiting room and go, okay, next, JR Hartley? (laughs) (laughs) What happens in the golf? So he's at the doctor, the doctor says, You're fit as a fiddle, mate. Let me just wash my hands. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just wash my hands. Um, so he's at the doctor's. The doctor washes his hands, and the doctor says to him that he probably <laughs> no, no. <laughs> dirty bastard. <laughs> well, he should. And apparently, he's got some kind of hip problem or something. No, and, the, and, the do- and the doctor says that's because you've been standing in the water fly fishing. <laughs> you should get out a bit more. Cut to him taking uh, golf lessons, where in front of the the golf professional. He proceeds to wield the golf club as if it's a fishing rod. It does. How Which we, part of that is true? How we laughed. So this is the part where we stop recording the podcast and you look at the ad. <laughs> What's the verdict then? The hip's coming along nicely. I'm not sure if all that standing about in rivers is going to be such a good idea, though. You sound like my daughter. <laughs> Ever thought about taking up golf? Why not? Why not? Here you are, Dad. Good morning. I see you give lessons. Good. Excellent. I am rather old. Right. Let's see what sort of swing you've got. Something like this. Only joking. (laughs) I think I'm going to enjoy this. Uh, See, I think that ad has pushed Norman up against the limitations of his acting abilities. Do you know what? Rewind everything I've just said. I've just gone off it now completely. (laughs) I think that reprise of that, it's like Karate Kid 2. J.R. Farley's no good. It's because he, he can't act. Do you know what? The, well, yeah. When he was just saying, is it good you do? It's easy, right? Now it's like going, he can't, said, don't you know who I am? He can't hold the narrative, can he? No, but do you know what really ruins it? Who directed that second ad? Do you know the golf I one? I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I bet it wouldn't have been Bob Brooks. But I don't think Bob Brooks was within a country mile of that ad. No, not at all. Because you know why? Because there's, there's got this nondescript doctor saying, oh, yeah, tells everything. Okay, pop your clothes back on, right? And then suddenly, <laughs> yeah. But suddenly... 
boing, he sticks his head out like a turtle from behind the screen as if to say, it's me. And that's and there's almost almost a pause in the ad and a cue for applause. It has none of the no. authenticity of the original, does it? No, no, that's really, really sporting. Mate, thank you very much. Okay, sorry about that. Marks out at five for branding. Uh, five. If only for the fact that it had no competition at the time. So you're not going to get any confused with anyone, are you? Okay, uh, craft. Mm, 4.7. Craft. I mean, again, it's crafted. Timing is is, is amazing. It's, it's perfect. The timing of everything, the the edit, the the, the whole film, look, everything, I think. Casting. Uh, again, it's got to be a 4.9. Wow. Creativity. Well, you know, I've got to say, creativity is very high. It is a misdirect and it is a bit of a twist. But even though you know it, you still enjoy it. So I'll give it a 4.6. Which gives us a grand total of 19.2. Bearing in mind that 20 is absolute perfection, we're very close to saying that this is the best ad that's ever been made. Well, it's in my mind it's one of the best ones because um, it's for all the reasons we've just, just discussed, really. All right, the, into, heading into the final state uh, straight now, we were looking at the new proposition. Some continuity issues here, folks. We're actually looking at the strap line, not the proposition. It's fucking amateur hour, honestly. Um, as the suit, I always get the first go. I've had a bit of a think. Okay. Um, yellow pages. Fucking brilliant if you can't be asked to get out from in front of the telly. That, yeah, that's not bad. I like it. Uh, I, was, I was struggling a bit, really, because... Um, so what's the actual tag at the moment? There wasn't... There, there isn't actually a strap on the ad. There is a line that says it's a helping hand when you're looking for the finer things in life. I think I've been asking you for a proposition. What I want is a strap line. Okay, I'm just trying to check what the original was. We can do either strap line or proposition. What's the difference? The proposition is the bit that suits. So, sorry, for those the, listeners that don't know, what's the, the difference? The proposition is the bit that the suit gives to you so you can come up with the strap line. And most of the time, the suit thinks the proposition is the strap line. Do you know what? Most of the time, a good proposition could be the strap line. Oh, there's no tagline as a super. As I say, it's like, you know, there is sure. the the, the uh, voiceover says, you know, the pages were not just there for block trains and broken windows, were there for the finer things in life. The finer things in life, yeah. I think my, let's say, sign-off would be, if you can't find it there, you'll find it here. If you can't find it anywhere, you'll find it here. The new project, yeah, very good. It'd be very hard to sort of um, better, you know, for, for broken windows and leaky roofs and seeing how old Ben, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, I think it's as is. It's pretty good. It's funny, uh, you know the the whole. We're up, what do we say? We're up to nineteen point two or something. Uh, marks out of twenty. You've given that. I can. I'm. I'm not on board with it. Really, I don't. Like, I don't love it that much. Yeah, but we're coming at it from two different angles. I've been wrong we? before once. No, I, and every indicator agrees with you. But do you not like the ad? I just don't agree with the, the high score it's been I'm awarded. just not convinced that it is as iconic as people really? seem to think, believe it is. But when I told you about J.R. Hartley, you knew what it was? Oh, absolutely. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Did you imagine yourself as an eight-year-old in pyjamas watching it on television? Probably. Was it 19... What, what did we say? 1983. 1983. That was 21. doesn't count. Oh, you, you were letting your fingers do the walking. <laughs> That, that was. Yes, that was I had been doing that for four or five years. Yeah, and then you found a girlfriend, even. Um, yeah, but it, but you know, you say it. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, I suppose, on a, on an ad. But did it make you use the yellow pages? Well, yes, because you had no other choice. What would the ad be today? Um, when he comes home from looking for the book, his daughter is not doing embroidery mm. in the living room. She's probably teaching 
the canary to skateboard so she can make a TikTok. (laughs) 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 You you called it right at the start. It's like, you know, it's the most famous ad for a a product that no longer exists. Mm. And what has it been replaced with? It's been like everything, like, like so many things, it's been replaced by Google. In, in the 2020 version of, of this ad, he wanders around to five different high streets. And, and he says, for and, lease, and, shut and down. Exactly. All the, book, all the bookshops are closed. So he goes home, tries ringing them, and gets an out-of-order message. Are you looking for a book? Yeah. So he orders it on Amazon, and then he's not in when Amazon deliver it. So he walks down to the post office to pick it up and has a heart attack on the way, and then Scott Morrison walks past and kicks his corpse. <laughs> And tells him he's a fucking doll bludger. <laughs> oh. Okay, I think we're done now. I Brilliant. think we're done. Thank you very much. Thank Tony. you, Steve. <laughs> Uh, tune in again next week. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, do you want to do it again? No, I think that thing was perfect. Sorry. <laughs> 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 We're back to this thing with the, the slight edge of hysteria. Both of us are like just a fucking millisecond away from just breaking down and zombie. Like just out of his car. Kicking he puts his keys in, he just kicks them before taking the letter into the post. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate Scott Morrison. Well then, I think we can all agree that that went downhill quite quickly. Hit the subscribe button and you can listen to two middle-aged men laughing at their own jokes every week as we continue to produce the desperate cry for relevance that is our podcast, Classic Ads from Simpler Times. Thanks for listening. on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want truly hydrated skin? Mito Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. 
It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.